too crazy for Boys Town, too much of a boy for Crazy Town. The child was an outcast. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Not here to argue. I am here. Jam is here. You are here. And I regret to inform everyone that just not nearly as much interesting stuff happened this week <laughs> as last week. Um, I apologize. Uh, I had no say in it. I hope you understand. But this leads way to like i had some overreactions i wanted to get to last week but news happened um it's okay i've got more overreactions everyone can simmer down um i got three which one you want to hear first jam pick a number the second one uh pick another no oh, i knew that was a that was a bad choice uh the, um, the first one that's the one um the hawks are bad <laughs> the hawks that's are true. bad that's um that's the early overreaction. The, the still too early. Like I, somebody did like an article where you know everybody we're still in small sample size, but it's like when do we stop? And the consensus, like uh, the nerds did the nerd work, and like anywhere between like fifteen and twenty five games is enough to like predict going forward. And we're not there yet, not yet. So I had to get the Hawks for bad in before empirical data proves that they're in fact bad um they're uh what uh, yeah can you give me the standings real quick i know they're 11th in offense which the offense is fine they're 27th in defense that's where it all just falls apart and i don't want to point any fingers let's see here the, looking at the standings the hawks are currently wait good lord we're worse than this damn celtics man what is oh, the Celtics have figured it out. The Celtics had a team meeting uh, That's right. that was not productive, not beneficial, and emotional, but it turned everything around. Everyone got to Starbucks 12 minutes early uh, and fixed the Celtics. So I need the Hawks to get some dinner because they are four and eight. And again, I don't want to point fingers at anybody. But Clint Capella, goddamn, man. What the, <laughs> what, like, what, what's up? Um, he just doesn't look the same. And I, I like he recovered from an Achilles procedure over the summer, which uh, just doesn't feel like one of those, like, hey, you know, they're just going to go in there and just, like, clean the gunk off his Achilles or whatever. Uh, but oh, he doesn't... Uh, Achilles buildup. Everyone's got yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's like meniscus, but uh, much more severe. Uh, like, he's just not, like, as bouncy or as agile on defense. Like, he doesn't have any lift. Like, what worked last year, like, if Trey missed a shot, he could just easily get an offensive rebound, put it back tip it back to somebody it just seems like he just can't jump right now um which really hurts when it comes to lift so 
Last year, Clint Capella on the court versus off the court, they were 16 points better with him on the floor. This year, they're eight points worse for a turnaround of whatever 16 plus eight is. is it not here to do math. Um, but the defense stinks. And surprisingly, it's not on trade. Here we go. We're looking at, is this some sort this of is, uh, power rankings? This is NBA.com and yeah. John Shulman. He said four teams who might be better than their record. I want to uh, mm. give you some hope here. Okay. 11 of Atlanta's 13 games have come against teams with winning records. Um, okay. And nine of 13 have come on the road, and they've already had three back-to-back. So maybe it's just a schedule thing. Counterpoint, Trey mm. Young basically said that uh, the games are boring to him because it's not like the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, and that's exactly what I was afraid of. Uh, anytime you make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's just always the fear of just uh, was complacency. You just get complacent. You know, you get there and you have Giannis break his leg and just snap it back on and just run to the finals. I can see how it'd be hard to get up for the uh, Oklahoma city thunder. I do think the, the, like the back to backs and particularly the road, like they have, I feel like they play like a lot and that can be a nine. Yeah. Nine of 13 on the road. This is funny though. The heat, the, the seven and four heat, they might be better than you think. <laughs> what the, what, what, who is the heat's PR team? Their point differential says they should be eight and three, one game better. So there, there's that. Um, he just needed a fourth team. He's doing four teams who, yeah, should, uh, who might be worse and four. And it's just like, I have no idea. The Warriors, you you guys heard of them? Um, <laughs> but it's the schedule will even out some. I like Capella, Bogdanovich, Herter, and Hunter all had offseason procedures. So again, we're still in that range. The defense, I mean, it's got to get better. The offense is fine, but I, I still think there's room for improvement. Like, no, 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 no. It's all the schedule. You see, it's all the schedule. The Hawks can't do anything better. No, yeah, you just uh, scheduled losses is what we call them. Uh, I think they need to fire Nate McMillan and bring in a new guy. Bring in a new Nate McMillan. Yeah, uh, bring in Rick Carlisle. Ooh. Well, no, Indiana's also on the list of teams that's way better because uh, uh, I think there's a footnote here. It says. Rick Carlisle's extremely prepared. He's very well prepared. Um, he need to pass some of that off, man. Like the the Hawks got like Trey Young takes twenty shots a game. He should. He's he's Trey Young. After that, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Cam Reddish, Kevin Herter, and Clint Capella all take between eight and ten shots. All those guys take it between eight and ten shots. Again, they're 11th in offense. Not bad, but the pro- we're looking at the Hawks stats here. Click on John Collins' name for me, if you will. They're, like just how? Yeah, I don't. I don't need the full numbers. You can just go back to the. Uh, like, I just want to see his in comparison to the rest of the, the the terrible Hawks. Um, so he's get yeah. Trey's at 20 down 11, 10, 8, 11, 10. Like between eight and 10. John Collins is shooting 63 percent on two point shots. 46% on three-point shots and 82% on free throw lines, uh, eight uh, free throw shots. I say that to say I think it might be time to get him more than 10 shots, <laughs> like respectfully. Wasn't that the big concern about him is like John Collins is too about himself. And then in the playoffs, it's like, oh, John Collins has finally bought in. 
Sometimes you need a second star. Sometimes you need a second uh, scorer. Yeah, like again, this is just one of those. Like Bogdanovich is playing pretty well, but some of the like Capella, we, like one or two shots a piece. If a guy is shooting sixty three percent from the field from two and forty five percent from three, he's got to take more shots. Uh, again, eleventh ranked offense, not the issue, but I mean, you could be tenth. It's weird that it's like Trey has 20 and then four guys have pretty much exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's clearly the hierarchy of Trey, but then there's no hierarchy after that. It's that's, like, and I think that's the problem. It's like, okay, I'm not saying Tr- uh, John Collins should also be getting 20, but I don't think 16 is too, cr- like two from Herder, two from Reddish, two, like we, we cobble those together. And I don't know, maybe, maybe he, goes ice cold he's only shooting like 40 percent from three down to 60 percent from two but it just feels like his 16 and nine he's playing some backup center for him uh i just it, there just feels like this needs to have like the injury stuff can't do anything about that the schedule is the schedule this feels very fixable the guy making more shots than anybody in the league like should maybe get more shots than I don't know, Cam Reddish, respectfully. That's just, that was overreaction number one. Two or three, pick a number. I got two more overreactions. Two led me astray last time, so I'm going to go with three. I have no idea what the Kings are. I have have no idea. thought about the Kings once this year, other than the past couple days when Marvin Bagley refused to sub in. But other than that, I've really not thought about uh, (laughs) that entire organization. I think it's for the best. Like this feels five and seven. That feels right. (laughs) Like that's the whole thing. Like they're tenth in offense, eighteenth in defense, thirteenth net rating. Like just like mid, about as mid as mid could be. But it appears Harrison Barnes is the best player in the league now. He's just like twenty four a game. Yeah, let's look up uh, uh, Harry B's numbers if we can. I don't think I, I don't know if he's missed a shot all year. Harry B's at a sm- 21 a game, 55% from two, 43% from three, nine boards with it, and three assists. Harrison Barnes is just not like San Antonio Kawhi Leonard now, <laughs> like early Kawhi Leonard. And I just don't know. Like De'Aaron's not playing particularly well. He's not shooting well like at the rim or from three, so I don't know if that, that's injury or just getting into the, the mix of things. But – Everybody else is playing pretty well. Buddy Hill, like Halliburton, Davion Mitchell can't shoot at all, but he's a great defender. Um, and Sean Holmes has given you a double-double in 26 minutes a game. Yeah, he's shooting like 80% from the field. And, again, they're just not getting anything from Bagley. Like, Bagley's just not playing at all. Um, wow, there is a fall-off after their top six. Harrison Barnes, Fox, Halliburton, Hill, Mitchell, Holmes, Mo Harkless. Mo Harkless is your sixth or your seventh man. That's not great. It's not, and that's where I'm like I don't know because it's like okay ideally Bagley is there right? or in that mix but this is just I don't know what game was it do you know that he forget or didn't want to check in because it was one they were up by thirty and he didn't get in I don't know if it was that one or if because of that the next game he didn't want to go in but this is just clearly not working I think it's fair to say I don't even know what the value would be for marvin bagley i don't know that you'd get a whole hell of a lot right now but if you could turn him to even one average like one or two average players 
just bump Mo Harkless down to like your ninth best player or something like that. And also, I, I still I'll never trust Luke Walton. Never. I want that on or the record. Or should you? <laughs> yeah, I'm firmly in Marvin Bagley's camp for refusing to uh, do what Luke Walton says because, um, as Aaron Rodgers quoting, um, Uh-oh, Luther, as Aaron Rodgers quoting Martin Luther King, you must protest an unjust rule. And so uh, 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 the great Martin Luther King, Luther, yes, you know, they, when the time they say the great, like, hey, we know he's great. You ain't got that's how I know you about to say some bullshit. Uh, and Doctor Joe Rogan situation, you know, letters from a Birmingham jail and not being suspended one week from the NFL. Yeah, for lying, uh, for Blake. <laughs> that that's really what Martin was fighting about. Uh, but I digress. Um, yeah, I just don't like. I don't even know. I don't know who could use Bagley. I feel like he's. You, like he's not just a, a unplayable player, but it's clearly not working here. The numbers probably not great. Has he played? How many games has he played this year? One, two, one, one game, one game, ten minutes, okay. scored two points and four boards. Um, like he's how old? He 23. So I'm sure somebody could use. I just don't know who or what. Well, the one I had him, I think he's just from the area. I just wonder Clippers. Like, I don't know if Serge Ibaka ever plays again. He's just be a little more offensive punch. Maybe you try to do the switch. I just don't think he's going to be a rim protector. But if you can sell him on just trying to be switchable, um, he would be like, they don't really have anybody to get, I don't say easy points, but uh, not really bad like thing either. Uh, bad personality like what's the what's the qualms with him like he's a young guy who in when he's played if you look at his like first three seasons i guess you can throw out the second one because he was hurt but this first season 14 7 last year 14 and 7 shot near 35 percent from three like what i don't i don't understand what the issue is why can't this guy find a, a place on the basketball court it's i mean it's what i worried about with him coming out because offensively he was supposed to be like the stretch big and if you're shooting 30, whatever, that's just not like they'll let you they'll concede that all day. Defensively, I think he's going to have to play center because I don't think he can like stick with like especially modern force. But he also can't protect the rim like you just he's also battled the injuries. Like I think every single year he's been injured, um, except this year. I think he's, it's just general hatred uh, keeping him on the bench. But yeah, like 14 to 7, 14 to 7, 14 and 7. Fine on 50 percent shooting like. It's fine. Not number two. That number two going before uh, Luca that hurts. But one, not his fault. Two, it's a sunk call. Like, what, what are you going to do? So uh, it just feels like a very Kings thing to pro- like. They'll probably just wave him. I, like, I feel like they just get nothing for him. And I feel like, <laughs> again, I don't know if you, a, a future protected first round pick, if they could get like a bench player in a second round pick, like literally anything, because they're. Again, I, they might be decent. That's that's the whole point. I have no idea what the Kings are. Um, but I'm sure they'll find a way to mess this up. Um, okay, I got one one take left. Pick a number. Four. You're supposed to say one. Oh, one. One. Uh, no, it's actually two. I had it wrong, but I'll blame you. It's fine. The Warriors are good. That's the take. That's the overreaction. The Warriors are good. They are. Like number one defense, they're be, they got the number one point or net rating. Like they're just whooping teams. Um, now they have, I feel like they're kind of flip side to the Hawks. I feel like they played mostly home games. 
Uh, and all, they played like the Thunder twice. I think they played the Rockets. Like they, they played some garbage, but I mean, you know, play who's in front of you. And Steph's not even really playing that well, like for Steph standards. Steph shoot, he's taking 13 threes a game. He's hitting 39%. He's never shot that poorly, which is just a wild thing to say. Um, like they're, yeah, comfortably that, that Heat had a good defense for a while. Now they're down to seven. Um, Warriors are first. They are 10 and one. And it's like Clay's a month away from practice. James Wiseman is apparently a couple weeks away. They're like a pretty, they're playing like 10 or 11 guys depth. And I'm kind of hating because they cut Michael Mulder, baby boy. Um, I'm kind of hoping it's fate, but I mean, it's, it's fun to watch, man. Because, I mean, it's not fun to watch Andrew Wiggins do much of anything. But Draymond's doing stuff. Like the young guns haven't even really, uh, really been going. So th- those are the takes. Hawks bad. Warriors good. Kings. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um the Warriors have a 70% assist percentage. 70% of their buckets come from assists, which is that just what like so if Steph's not even doing like crazy Steph stuff, that probably if Steph was shooting that well, that probably hurt their assist percentage, but still like to combine that with a like the best defensive rating in the league is is wild. Very so who, who knew Otto Porter and um, Bielitsa were going to be the solve everything? <laughs> the ties that bind. Uh, Jordan Poole, MVP. Uh, who's got the lowest assist percentage? I'm just curious. Who's dead last? The, the Utah, Utah Jazz. It's not my type of basketball. That darn Donovan Mitchell just hogging dribble, the yeah. ball. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Dribble, 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 dribble. It's all he does. And blow 3-1 lead. Um, one th- moving on. One thing I am certain of. David Griffin trick y'all. <laughs> David Griffin trick y'all. I feel fairly. I like not not even like a, I tried to tell y'all. It felt fairly obvious. That's why there's no real joy here. Um, and we're looking at an article. Pelicans executive David Griffin in spotlight as team starts one and eleven without Williamson. And is wait is this the one with the Alvin Gentry or is there are there other? Oh yeah, no. This is the the okay. The I'll just make it. Just make it sure. I was like, I feel like there's been a lot of uh, gentry. T- yeah, zoom in there a little bit, please. These eyes stink. Um, this is the one. This is the one. So Alvin Gentry uh, used to coach the Pelicans two years ago. He is currently the assistant head coach for the Kings. So like, if y'all get Walt now, like y'all, <laughs> it's really not that hard, Kings. Um, David Griffin. Would often tell this is, I guess, word of mouth, but David Griffin would often tell a uh, team and other league officials that he'd given Gentry, quote, all the answers to the test and he still fails, end quote. Sources confirm the Bleacher Report. And this is David Griffin, who is on his third coach in as many years in New Orleans. Uh, and the coach before Alvin Gentry was Monty Williams. Not that's not David Griffin's fault, but that's just <laughs> I say this to say the Pelicans are just not a serious organization. And there was a very honest fan today. He was like, Whiskers, I'll be honest. I thought you were going too hard on the Pelicans. And he's like, you know what? You were right. We stink. And I it's like big of you to admit. I don't like I don't like this. I would much rather see Zion uh, healthy than unhealthy. I'd much rather see some of these guys doing stuff, but they're 
they're just an unserious organization, man. I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like Willie Green is in his first year. The team, I think they're what one and eleven, one and like they're awful. Last year, Stan Van Gundy got one year. Year before that was Gentry, and it just feels very, very rich for the man that inherited LeBron James and Zion Williamson to tell anyone else. Well, I, I gave him all the answers to the test, and he still failed. Well, what the fuck did you do? What, what, uh, what's your excuse, Griff? Um, and then Gentry, which salute to Alvin Gentry, got his ass. Uh, so Gentry responded with his own choice words. They they got into a little bit of a kerfuffle. Um, apparently, David Griffin went to shake hands because that's what that's what snakes do. They talk all the shit, and then hey, Alvin, how you doing, man? Um, and Alvin Gentry said, "You must not have given Stan the answer to the test either." which is pretty good um, because Stan Van Gundy got one year. I just want to, like, he inherited LeBron, inherited Zion. He walked into trading Anthony Davis for a, I won't say a predetermined haul, but everybody kind of, everybody knew what he was going to the Lakers for. It was, they had to work out the picks and pick swaps. And next year, traded drew holiday and the can correct me if i'm wrong the consensus was it was like oh man that was way too much for drew holiday he's not all-star player he's had some injury concerns david griffin did very well for himself and he did so since then he's traded anthony davis and drew holiday uh who each won championships the first year they got to their new organizations for lonzo ball brandon ingram josh hart stephen adams eric bledsoe five picks and four pick swaps. Lonzo's gone. Bledsoe's gone. Adams is gone. I believe there was a pick used to get off those contracts and uh, to move. I can't. I don't remember the details of the Memphis trade. There was a pick trader for Devontae Graham um, when you just had a better player in Lonzo Ball. So I, he's just done absolute shit with it. So that, that that's just very cute. So I'm very uh glad that alvin gentry was about to put him in a stranglehold um because this team is just not good yikes that's yeah the team we're, we're looking at the the roster right now and of course they haven't had zion but uh, like the point of it is like they're last year with zion 12th in offense 22nd in defense minus 0.3 differential like a step almost made the plan a step in the right direction this year 26th on offense, 30th in defense, 30th in net rating. If you're a team that's trying to make the playoff slash play in, you can't be that bad without, even if he's never suited up. Like, if you don't say your offense was worse, then your defense ought to be better because Zion's not a defender. And instead, like, Brandon Ingram here is, he's cooking, doing good numbers. Valentinus has been 20 and 14, like, dominating. Devontae, who would have known Devontae Graham is shooting 37% from the field? Again, again, who could have seen this coming? Um, Alexander Walker is having a rough start. It like even on the picks David Griffin kept, like in May, I feel like it's too early for 2021. But for last year, he took Kira Lewis Jr., who's currently shooting 32% from the field and 17% from three. That's pretty good. Um, took him over Tyrese Maxey, Emmanuel Quickly, uh, Cole Anthony's playing really well now. Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, all those guys went right after him. 2019, you get Zion at one, duh. Jackson Hayes at eight. 
which is bizarre because Zion's a big, Jackson Hayes is a big. They immediately traded for Steven Adams, who was large. And then after that, immediately traded for Jonas Valanciunas. So that's definitely what you want in modern basketball, if you ask me. Um, then later that same draft, they took Nikhil Alexander-Walker over Matisse Thibel, Brandon Clark, Jordan Poole, Keldon Johnson, any number of people. And it's early. All like Kira Lewis and Alex, all, they could all still work out. Jackson Hayes, it's fine. This ain't about them. It's about David Griffin. And that guy stinks. He's been in three years, third different coach. I, 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 why does he keep getting to make decisions? That's what I, that's what I don't understand. Why does he, because I, I can't in good faith put this, and I maybe Willie Green's a terrible coach. I, I, sure, right? This is not his fault. This, this is putrid what we're looking at. This is not his fault. So is David Green, or David Green, is David Griffin going to get to make the, the next decision? Is he going to be the one that trades Zion for another haul that he immediately does absolutely nothing with? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it does seem like the people are sick of his shenanigans, which I, I'm coaches are running up on him. All these stories are, like he was the media darling and now everything's just getting leaked. Uh, turns out it's much easier to build a championship team with LeBron James. Hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, Go figure. Uh, I've played a lot of like NBA 2K. I like cool. to do kind of career, like, you know, just simulate entire seasons. Never thought to put LeBron James on my team. Why would you? It takes a, it takes a, a forward thinking man uh, like David Griffin to to think that, uh, yeah, no, we can. Uh, the guy who just automatically wins the East, I think I can build around him. Um so again, like I, I don't take any joy in this because again, I really like I wanted to see Zion. I mean, I still do, but it just feels like this is just not working. And if you're Zion, when you're healthy, like what is your? Are are you in a, a jump to sign that contract with everything as is? I, I can't imagine you would be, even if he signs it, which he he will. But he got to throw some of that power. Like, look, I'm not signing it with Griffin here. And they just drop him into a vat of boiling water. <laughs> I don't. I'm not the Benson's work. New Orleans is a wild place. Um, you have a crawfish boil, and you just dip David Griffin in. <laughs> it's just good eating. Um, but it's like I, I don't know because they like Ingram makes money, Valentinus makes money, Graham makes money, Josh Hart just got paid, Garrett Temple respectfully is 35 years old and playing 20 minutes a game on a terrible t- like what what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what why? test is that the answer for? You what? what test is Nikhil Alexander Walker, a good player, a solid role player, but him playing 32 minutes a game and being your starting point guard is just never tough scene, never man. be the answer to the test. And again, if you're rebuilding, then why aren't like Garrett well, Garrett Temple and Kara Lewis's minutes should be flipped? I ain't saying don't you just bench Garrett Temple. I'm sure like he's probably one of the ten or whatever best players, but this ain't happening. Like this, <laughs> this is not good. Valentin Yunus is on an expiring contract. I would not be surprised to see them move to him because he that's a big guy that can help a lot of teams, especially on an expiring deal. Ingram, I'm interested in though. Because if I'm Brandon Ingram, like he's gotten paid, and I just can't imagine he just like it's all about Zion. Is he gonna stay? But if you're Brandon Ingram, you're like, I'm an all-star in my own right. I don't want to stick around for this. Why would I want to stick around? Like this, this is terrible. I don't want to be here. And he's 25.7 boards, five assists. 
shooting 47, 46. 46% from three. That's insane. Listen, Brandon Ingram is really good. Um, and nobody cares because he plays for the Pelicans and David Griffin has ruined them. I just I don't know why he keeps getting to make decisions. Whenever New Orleans is ready to hit my line, I can have y'all back in the playoffs. Like first, I trade Jonas Balance units for LeBron James. Strike one. Nikhil Alexander Walker. You're going to Brooklyn, buddy. Kevin Durant, come on down. And that's just how this is going to go. I don't know what's stopping Griffin. Is he scared? Um, Do you think Griffin's just tanking for Chet? (laughs) He may be. Um, That like that's exactly how he's. uh, That's the one thing he's great at: getting the number one pick in the lottery. (laughs) I will give David Griffin all the credit in the world. He's just incredibly lucky. Uh, as of right now, Houston, the Houston, like they're there's a good stiff competition right there. One in eleven versus one in ten. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at like this is coming down to the wire. Um, but again, if you bless you, um, if you're Chet Holmgren, why would I? Why would I want to do this to my, every single star that hits? It don't work out. Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, like it's. Maybe it's not a basketball town, Mark. Like they clearly love the Saints there, um, but I don't think they're doing themselves any favors by keeping David Griffin around. I'll say that. Making the playoffs, I think, would help turn it into more of a basketball town. Like fielding a winning team, like places turn into basketball towns uh, as soon as you have a basketball team. Like the what? people show up to Thunder games when they're in the playoffs. Like they show up when they're not. Uh, <laughs> what this is the thing that. Uh, what, shout out to the homie Wody pointed this out. And it's have you been to New Orleans? Yeah. Have you seen the dome? Uh like the, in person? Yeah. And so you've seen how small the smoothie center <laughs> looks in comparison to it. The small little brother building it's, next door, yeah. It'll like an embryo. Like that's one of the if you're legit trying to sell something as a basketball, like how how could you as Anthony Davis as a star pull up to that and be like, man, what well, this is this is one-tenth the size of that, and we still can't fill it up. Mercedes-Benz versus Smoothie King. Yeah, like just, the, <laughs> if you just – it's it's it almost look fake how much bigger – actually, can, yeah, can we give a shot? I just want to see how much bigger. it. It's preposterous. So I don't know what the deal is there. Um, they clear – like they had the same guy. The Saints GM was like he still might be president of basketball operations or something for the Pelicans. Like, they clearly don't care. Just let me do it. Um, we're looking, it, it, it's preposterous. Oh, Lord, they were not going to want a video. The Google Pixel 6, not as preposterous. Um, yeah, you just got, yeah, there we go. No free ads. Um, watching something, but I can't, I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not going to say what it is. It's not the Google Pixel 6. <laughs> That's for damn certain. Um, <laughs> this is like, if you. <laughs> If you were able, yeah, pause it right there if you can. If you're able to, just Google just Ben's Dome next to Smooth. It, it's like uh, the Titanic and the little bitty boats they use to get the women and children out, like next to it. And so if you're like, man, I'm gonna be a superstar with this right next door. They gotta, they gotta move the stadium, man. Just pick that shit up and move. Like it's, it can't be that big. Just pick that little <laughs> shit up and move it. Um. Mm, mm, mm. But something else Woody got me thinking about. The Lakers, over the past, like, five years, the Lakers have had 
an incredible number of just just like solid back. I'm not saying like superstar talent, just incredible number of star or excuse me, uh, below star talent. But you uh, you got LeBron James. Uh, he handles the star talent part. Like Zuba, Julius Randle, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, Jordan Clarkson, Alex Caruso, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Thomas Bryant, D'Angelo Russell, Brooke Lopez, Gary Payton II, Larry Nance Jr., JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard, Danny Green. That's like five. That's like the last five years. I ain't talking about like Showtime, like they James Worthy. It's like the last four or five years. And some of those guys for AD, you do that trade 100 times out of 100. Ingram Hart, Lonzo, um, whatever. For sure. That almost make it worse. Because you got LeBron for nothing. He just signed. You got AD for these three players. And still, Julius Randle, Brooke Lopez, Reggie Bullock. I forgot to mention him. Alex Caruso, Thomas Bryant, Gary Payton, JaVale, Dwight. All those guys walked for nothing. For nothing. Zubat was traded for 17 games of Mike Muscala. Clarkson and, Clarkson and Nance were traded for 70 combined games of Isaiah Thomas. Remember him? Uh, Channing Fry and Maurice Wagner. They traded D'Angelo Russell to get off Mozgov's uh, contract. to get They got that Kuzma pick and the money to sign LeBron. My question, why was Mozgov there to be traded? And making what 75, 78 million, whatever it was. Because <laughs> they had to run out to sign him. It was like, oh, the cap's going up. Everyone has cap space. Moscow, four yeah, years, 72. Don't forget, don't forget Lou all the stroke of midnight. Uh it was big dang hours. Um, but then Kuzma Harrell, KCP, that's for Westbrook. Danny Green and Jaden McDaniels went for one season of Dennis Schroeder. So, again, like the point is not they're just letting all-star, all-NBA guys get away. You got those. You got Brian. You got AD. The point is to fill around those guys with these type of players. And I, I, I can already I'm just stop. I, could just, I love you, Trilly, but we want to ring with the man. What are you talking about? I get that for sure. For sure. But when DeAndre Jordan is getting DNPs for the Nets and then starting for the Lakers, when Avery Bradley was waived, as the 15th man for the Warriors and is starting for the Lakers. Austin Reeves is playing 20 minutes a game. Respect. And he's fine. Again, this ain't about him. Austin Reeves is fine. But it don't have to be this way, man. It don't have to be this way. And you give up on talent, like some of the salary cap stuff. I get it. But it just feels more concerned. They keep giving away stuff for like short-term upgrades that weren't upgrades. Like, Jaden McDaniels right now would help them more than Schroeder did that one. Who could have seen that coming? Danny Green right now would help them more. Uh, but they wanted another ball handler who can't shoot. And then they lose Schroeder for nothing. So that's the, like, they, they turn two and three into one. And then they have the one for, like, one, and then lose that for nothing. Um, I don't know. And they, uh, they, they let Caruso walk, and they like what they are offer him two under two for fifteen. It just came out. Yeah, that. Was, and then like really, they're really putting all their stuff in the Taylor Horton Tucker uh, bandwagon. And I they had the opportunity <laughs> to trade him for Kyle Lowry, so he could have had you know another star ball handler that wasn't Russell Westbrook. Kept that depth. Or Dennis Schroeder, uh, KCP, like. Or traded those guys for Buddy Heald if you want to surround LeBron with shooting, which is a not why, why would I want to do that? What a it's, stupid idea, Jam. Surrounding LeBron. I, I, I don't like it when you drink before the show. 
I'm uh, drinking during the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jam just pulled a, a beer out of my ear like a, a like a kid's dinner. <laughs> uh, I did not see that coming. Um, and again, like if LeBron's healthy, none of this matters, duh. But I'm old enough to remember a time you didn't even have to say if LeBron's healthy. Yeah, you remember that? Uh, now we're talking about him like he like Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. It's like, hey man, if the old man's healthy, I hope he is. But I, I'm like, I think Brook Lopez might be the worst. Like Brook Lopez is exactly he shoots threes, defends the rim. Anthony Davis doesn't like to play center. If you're gonna, or again, a Thomas Bryant, a Zub, anybody, it doesn't matter. The center doesn't matter. Um, Unless it's DeAndre Jordan, that shit matters. Uh, but yeah, the Caruso story was on. Um, uh, it was JJ Reddick's uh, Old Man and Three, the Old Man yeah. and Three podcast, and this was a story. It must uh, Hoop Collective, I believe, it told. Alex Caruso signed four years, thirty-six million, with the Bulls. Apparently, he told the Lakers, "Like, hey, like if you can match that, I'll stay." They were like, "No thanks." This is when Horse said the lake, or he tried to get, he was like, can y'all do three for 30? Bulls doing four for 36. Can y'all do three for 30? And they were like, no, no, we can't. Um, I mean, physically, it would have taken him in the luxury tax, which the Lakers, a mom and pop organization, just don't do. Um, so rightfully, he goes four for 36 to the Bulls. But then, J, what did JJ ready? Two for 15 or two for 17 or something? Because the Lakers made, like, I guess, like one final counter offer. And it's like, okay, we can't come close to that in years or money. What do you say? Um, <laughs> he said it was under two for 15. It was a worse offer than two nice. for 15. Yeah. Uh, well, look, t- the mid-level exception for, like, we have someone Lakers fans yeah. was telling me it was first-team all-defense. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, that's just one of those, like, man, oh, man. Like, you, one, you could have brought him back. Two, you just lose them for nothing. Like that, that's what hurt. You're just losing for, and that's why you have to sign 18 old guys. Uh, was LeBron filming Space Jam that week and so couldn't be the GM too? They're like, was, was that a pure Palinka move? I, it smelled like Palinka to me. It smelled like Palinka because that, that guy stinks too. But uh, he fleeced David Griffin. So there, imagine thinking like two pick swaps is too much for Anthony fucking Davis. Think of that. Um, I don't. I, I just. It's just a thing. Like if you know, if you have LeBron and AD, the point is just to put the guys around them and just legit any of the guy. Bullock. Bullock will be perfect around them. Caruso. The whole Washington Wizards team. Um, but although no. we're saying a lot of stuff about the Lakers, but Kendrick Nunn hasn't played a game yet, so it's true maybe that changes everything. It's true. Um, maybe uh, Russell Westbrook. You know, doesn't have over ten turnovers a game. Man, I this is something else. I'm, I need a Russell Westbrook turnover tracker. Like there has to, there's a page that tracks everything. I just need, I'd only want the unforced errors track. That's it. He's leading the league right now, five turnovers a game. That doesn't surprise me. But I want the ones where like he just dribbles the ball like out of bounds, <laughs> like nobody's close. It just off his knee, off his foot. It go out of bounds. I feel like he loses the ball before he gets stripped more than I mean, like he can't feel his wrist or something. Um, so I don't know. I just I would just like that. If, if there's anybody out there that does any of those kinds of pages. Um, I would like a Russell Westbrook unforced error tracker. Please. And thank you. Um, 
Give me those. Uh, let me see those sweet, sweet MVP odds if we can. I saw that they they're starting to. We're getting to the point they're updating like MVP odds because we're getting sample size. That's what the numbers community says. We call it sample size. And for the MVP finals uh, odds, hold on, hold on. Oh brother, uh, I think it was it was a basketball reference. They got like the MVP. Uh, I get oh the, the the award tracker. Yeah, I gotcha. Awards or uh, either way. The MVP award track, as of right now, the man with a 37% chance of winning, Steph Curry, the number two with a 37% chance of winning, Nikola Jokic. Who gave you these names? Who gave you these? It was me. It was me all along. Giannis is there too. He's what, seven? He's, um, I think it's fair to say he's not going to finish behind Montrez Harrell. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't, listen, Harrell's having a hell of a season. I don't want to take that away from him. Um, I think Giannis will pick up the slack. But does the narrative support Harold? <sighs> Where's the narrative vote? I, I, okay, okay. The the anti-super, he was in it. I, I was with the Clippers. I was with the Lakers. I, I, I rubbed elbows with Paul George. I didn't like that. I wanted to go to Washington and get it out of the mud with a bunch of no names, uh, like multiple-time All-Star Bradley Beal. But just, just saying... Just saying, the odds are looking pretty good. The tracker's looking pretty good. Just remember, I told y'all one of Steph, Jokic, or Giannis is winning this, and it's still time to get them odds in. Um, and to cut your boy a little something uh, for his winnings. Because Miles Bridges, most improved, ain't looking too shabby neither right that's now. Already, that's already in the bank. I feel like if you got that when you first got it, 15, I don't know if they changed the odds on that, but... It's probably like 10 to 1 now. Like, uh, well, just the, per, the prohibited favorite. Can. Let's do us a search. Can we find any most in, uh, most improved odds? I'm going to yell about the Rockets while we're finding it. They stink. Real bad. But here's what, like, Kevin Porter. Oh, here we go. That was quick. Um, so a this week ago, that, November 4th. About a week ago. Mikhail, I see Mikhail four thousand. You still might be able to get Miles for a song. No, Miles is a top. Oh no, top. I missed that. Oh <laughs> shit! Wow, I'm, he was so high, I literally missed it. Wow. Uh, Jaws the favorite plus three hundred. Miles Bridges plus three seventy five. Again, I've t- I told you before it was fifth plus fifteen thousand. It's down to plus three seventy five. You can, st- I mean, plus three seventy five is still. I, I, I'd take it. I'd take it. But if you put down that fiver on plus 15,000, just let me know what you're going to name your boat. Um, who else? Harrow, Murray, Ananobi, Edwards. Yeah, I need another. Yeah, because this is from a week ago. I feel like my, his numbers have to be down. He just keeps getting better. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. will not win this award. I feel. Not no no one from Houston will, should win anything. I think the Houston Rockets are so bad that they're tanking. Jalen Green's rookie of the year candidacy. They're bad, man. And that's, I wonder, like, they got Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green. They're running the backcourt, and it's like, yeah, you just live through the mistakes you're supposed to tank. And I get that. It's just like, fuck everybody else on the team, huh? Like, that's what I, like, they're top three guys in usage right now. Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, and uh, Alpie Sengun, the the rookie uh, center. 21 years old, 19 years old, 19 years old. Jalen Green and Kevin Porter have a combined PER 
of 15. Combine like that. Uh, 15 is an average player. They have a combined PER of 15. Yeah, Alfie Sengun, his turnover rate is higher than his usage rate. He's giving the ball over to the other team more than he's successfully making a play for his own team. And again, that's, that's the whole point. Tank, you have these two guys that hopefully later on they – like Kevin Porter Jr. is not a point guard, but you hope by the time you're ready to contend, that's one of the skills that he has. But I just wonder in the – like all the people you're losing in the meantime, like all the – like Singoon's a big man. He needs a point guard, like a steady point guard more than ever. Um, Christian Wood's numbers are down. And I just and, wonder – And – Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Daniel Tice is showing up in shorts. Oh my God. <laughs> let me let me tell you this. Adam Silver's league is, is literally the Bermuda Triangle. Um yeah, I don't Brian Winhorse hates Adam C. I think it's hilarious. Um and Ke- <laughs> and Kevin Arnavance, if you have not heard it, uh Brian Winhorse and Kevin Arnavance are very upset about what people wear on the sidelines. Um LeBron had a hat. Honestly, guy had a hat on his head. Like a like a Kangol or a, a I, does hat. it matter? You're missing the point. It was a hat. Um, I mean, if it was a downtown hat, I mean he's looking fashionable. <laughs> uh Daniel Tice had on shorts like he was trying to be comfortable or something. Um but what killed me was Kevin Arnavid saying all the coaches wearing like the quarter zips. He's like, they're dressed like a bunch of uh like frat boys doing bong rips. I was like, Kevin Arnavid. <laughs> What do you think frat boys like? How, how do you think this happens? How do you think this works? I've been there with the frat boys. I've smoked it. I, yeah, oh yes, oh yes. I didn't see a single quarter zip or uh, any, <laughs> any any business uh, casual. <laughs> I didn't see yeah, any uh, Hermes belts or uh, Balenciaga shoes, uh, Rolex wristwatch. Hold on, so, let me uh, unbutton my tie a little bit before I take this gravity <laughs> bone. <laughs> right, guys, let me take my uh, cufflinks off first, man. Um, <laughs> pass me that apple. Uh, they mess with my the percolator. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, part 7,554, nobody covering the NBA likes the NBA. Um, but I, like, yeah, the, I just wonder about, like, Christian Wood. Uh, I'm starting to think about, like, trade targets too because christian wood is a free agent after next year he can really help like i just don't know what are the rockets waiting on like what they have all the picks they have like their stars they want to go with i can't imagine christian is like part of their like future like they're because it's gonna take good money um so i want like hornets i'm I'm gonna keep trying to get the hornets to center forever um the warriors is one i think is interesting because the warriors if they could just, if they're just like, hey, y'all take Wiseman, or like, we're, like we're just out on, we're just ready because we're good now. We want Christian Wood playing those minutes with Draymond. Y'all get an or Moody or Kuminga or what? Like, I, I feel like they have the, you'd have to throw some salary in there, but you might not because Christian Wood doesn't make that much, and Wiseman, by virtue of being the number two pick, makes <laughs> makes a lot. So that you might not even have to throw that much money. In. And Christian Wood is good. You would not have to develop him. You let the Rockets do that. Um, Eric Gordon, I feel like he could be, I mean, definitely be had. There's some quotes coming out coming out of him. It's just like, we just, we just let one mistake happen and then it just keeps happening. And just Eric Gordon's got to be furious. He was playing in the Western Conference Finals like two years ago. 
for like four years straight, and now he's on like the worst team ever. So he's that man's literally playing for his freedom. Um, but like Suns, I was looking at like bench teams that one don't score, other benches don't score a lot, and two, their teams are like losing their bench minutes. I think Suns is interesting because you could throw like campaigns money, um, Sarek, who's still recovering, but you get like Jalen Smith, who was a top 10 pick a couple years ago. See if the Rockets want that. The Grizzlies. Like some some Jarrett Culver, Tyus Jones action for Eric Gordon, a little bench scoring. Uh, the Nuggets. Do you need Jeff and Jamichael? You know what I mean? Just salary wise. I, I it just feels like the because the Rockets again clearly stink. They're the and, perfect place for Bagley. Get the Bagley yeah, over there. What the, like if you're gonna be terrible, why not see what you have in Marvin Bagley and pay him? Listen, I, and again, I don't like legit if you if you were the Kings, would you take, I don't even, like, Jay Sean Tate and, like, a second-round pick? Like, yeah, give us a wing. Give us any kind of pick. Like, a second-round pick from the Rockets will be, like, a top 35, 40 pick at some point because they stink. Um, you could probably get a first-round pick from the Rockets. They have so yeah, many. Like, they have three first-round picks next year. Not, like, this upcoming draft, but the year after that. Yeah, like, or, like, Kenyon Martin. Like, they legit got some young pieces uh, that I think the Kings can use. So, I just, just got my eye on uh, – Christian Wood, Eric Gordon. I think teams should go out. I was amazed that Christian Wood got the contract that he did because he's a really – I've seen much less skilled offensive bigs get paid a lot more. So I, he just got to have, like, horrible B.O. or something, like a bad – he's just a bad guy or something. Um, even I'd, I'd roll the dice. Um, baby boy of the week. Baby boy of the week. Jam, it's time for Baby Boy of the Week. Did you know that? I did now that you yeah. told me, but before <laughs> I was on I, I made you privy to it. Um, Josh Allen, the good one. I feel like I have to d- uh, differentiate the good one. Um, the defensive football player from Kentucky, like the reigning AFC defensive player of the week, not the quarterback uh, bad one. Um, good Josh Allen. Played bad Josh Allen. He had eight tackles, two tackles for loss. He sacked Josh Allen. He picked off Josh Allen and he recovered a fumble from Josh Allen. Um, it was the they say it was the first time like a player sacked a player with uh the same name since they started keeping track in '82. So I went, what was the what happened in '82? <laughs> like, what I just need to know what, like, what the hell, John Smith again? Um we should start writing these fellas' names yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You didn't write down his last name. I didn't think it would matter. Uh, I didn't think it would come up. Um, it's not about the name on the back of the jersey. It's about the name on the front. That's right. And also the one on the back. Yep. Um, but, Josh, you're doing great. Five and a half sacks through eight games. On pace for, for, for a great year. He's got more tackles for loss than Aaron Donald. Maybe the people have heard of him. He's got more passes, defense. Then uh, 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 Miles Garrett, Khalil Mack, Chandler Jones combined. Joshua, you're doing wonderful. I had to switch it up a little bit. Um, go back to football for baby boy of the week. But back to basketball. You brought up Chet earlier. I'm not so sure Chet's going number one. I'm not. Yeah, give me a. I don't know if it was Tankathon. We were on. Who, who did they have number one? It's either going to be Chet. Or Paulo Big Bank. And I might be all in on Paulo. Might be all in. 
There, all yeah. in on Big Paulo. We're looking at a Tankathon Mountain Draft top three picks. They got the Pelicans getting a uh, Paulo Bancaro. One phenomenal name. His middle name is Napoleon, which is like wow. Mm. I'm gonna have to go by that. Listen, I'm all in. He like from Seattle, and it's like, huh? A lot of really good basketball players come from Seattle. Part Italian. Big fan. Um, and then I watched him play my Kentucky Wildcats, and he whooped our ass. I don't like him as much now. Um, Six ten, two fifty. That's a large individual. I the thing that scares me legit about him. I've seen him listed like two thirty five and also two fifty. He doesn't look like he, he looks and moves like someone much lighter, which is like legit terrifying. Um, like he's big, but he like can handle the ball and do like small stuff. Now I've heard like some of the concern, like focus during games. I wonder if like, is he going to be able to do the big stuff? Like, is he too perimeter oriented? Because physically there's just not going to be a lot of people that can hold him in college ball. And if this is just what he is, I'm terrified. Like not even just for Duke, just for prospects in general, like six, 10 guys that are that fluid of athlete can handle the ball, shoot, pass, defend inside, outside, like day one, this is the first exhibition game for Duke. If that's just where we are with prospects now, like Chet Holmgren uh, almost had a quadruple double, like his very first college. Like that's where we're all with college prospects now. And I'll be, I don't know who this is going to be like a legit. I'm trying to like the last couple of years. I feel like Cade was just about all there was some like Dalen Green buzz, but I feel like Cade was pretty much the favorite. Um Who's before that? Zion? Am I missing? No, Anthony Edwards. Um, then Zion. This, like, I really have no idea. Like, Holmgren is the, he reminds me of, honest, like, Evan Mobley, really. Like, the shit he's doing now is kind of just what Evan Mobley does. And that's what made, like, Chet Holmgren shoot up. But also, if you stand him next to the Paolo Bancaro, he, he'll snap him in half. Um 55 pounds of difference. It's and Chet Holmgren's two inches taller. It's striking. Uh, because it, it's like, of course, like I, I don't worry about him gaining the weight. That doesn't concern me at all. It's just like, man, oh, man. If by the time he gains the weight, is it going to be time for him to just like move on? Maybe if you take Paolo now, he's just, you know, you know, those Duke types, they uh, they go to New Orleans and, and, and break their feet. So I, I don't know about that. Um, I'm blowing the hell out of some leaves out there. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Duke, scroll down a little bit, please. I'm, I'm looking for. Has Memphis done anything this year? I'm excited about this Memphis team just because Rasheed's coaching and they got uh, got some players. They've won, I think, just one game. Like Jalen Duran's up there. Imani Bates is at Memphis, but he, I th- He's got to either do two years in college or one college, one G League because he's so young. So we won't be seeing him here. Um, I'm looking for the name Trevor Keels because I don't he, – he's the point guard for Duke. So no – okay, so I – Not a first-round pick according to these folks. Well, it's a, I don't know if they don't have him as a first-round pick or if they just have him projected to be like a multiple-year guy. But what else – he's like a 6'4", like – 220, like enormous guard, combo guard that appeared to be doing all the good combo guard things. Um, You're just not on the list. Yeah, they okay. doesn't think he exists. Okay, not even on the him. big board. He's yeah, fuck him. Then. No, um, I yeah, I don't. He's like five star, but I don't 
I could see him being a guy like, hey, maybe he planned to stay two years. Not if he keep playing like this, because that guy like built like a linebacker, but defends and can shoot and handle a little bit. So Trayvon Duvall tricked me before. Um, How come there's no uh, baby boys on this uh, this big board until 21 and 23? I thought you guys uh, were. Yeah, zoom in there. It's got Damian Collins and Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, see, our – I mean, I want to say our class is, is next year. The guys I could see, like Oscar Sheeble, he's a big guy. I just don't – the guys we – I don't know if they're, like, one and done. Like, we, we've got more, like, transfers, JUCO guys than we've ever had. So, this this checks out. Like, our starting point guard is 5'9". He probably not going to – like, he might make the NBA, but he's probably not going to be on this list. So, this this checks out. Uh this checks out. I was trying to for the picks. I wanted to switch it up and pick a Kentucky basketball game because we play Robert Morris tomorrow. Um, they beat us in the NIT like 10 years ago, which is just a wild sequence of words to say. Couldn't find the line. Look this morning. Couldn't. Uh, there's just. I saw predict. We're predicted to win by 25 points. I said, that's not a line. No. That's not a line. Um but we'll go with that. Give me the cats on 25. They better whoop some ass, man. Um, the Duke get like it, we lost to Duke. It was a like good challenge. Duke is probably the like the most talented and like longest team in the country. So it was, it was a good loss. Robert Moore shouldn't have shit for us. They shouldn't have had shit for us 10 years ago. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I don't what if anybody can find the line, take the cats and the points and take the over because this team has like multiple people that can shoot as opposed to just one that can shoot but doesn't play. So give me the whatever the points. If you can find some points, if you can find a line, I'll go over there. And we're, yeah, we're not too long. We'll, we'll close out here. A couple of picks. Not because I think that the, I want this on the record. Thursday night football game. Miami Dolphins versus the Baltimore Ravens. I do not think this is a good game. I want that on the record. That's not why I'm picking this. I'm picking this because I can't believe Lamar Jackson. I mean, I can believe, but I feel like Lamar Jackson should be higher in MVP talk. Like I've seen him in the mix third or fourth and a lot of season left to play. But in terms of like most that, like stepping on the field and working with what you had, they pulled running backs that the Falcons were like, no thanks. Like they pulled, they pulled running backs out of retirement. Their best receiver, the thing he's known for this year, not having a career year for dropping multiple touchdown passes in the same game. Um, and still, Lamar Jackson, they got him like third or fourth behind. I've seen behind Tom Brady, who's Tom Brady, but he's also playing with a stacked offense. Kyler Murray has more weapons. Matthew Stafford has more weapons. But Lamar's fourth, so we'll go to the picks. I'll make, I mean, a, a little quick pick. Maybe the people want to download the Underdog app promo code Trill. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But you do want to take these. I feel good, and I, I went ahead and made it just to lock it in. Lamar Jackson under three hundred and sixteen and a half total yards. I just I don't think the Dolphins are good. I mean, they're, they're not good. They're they're very not good. And in fact, they stink. They won 10 games last year. 
You remember a few years ago uh, when the Suns won like 45 games and they just missed the playoffs and it's like, man, they're next. All they got to do is just take another step in their next. And then it didn't happen. Um, the Dolphins won 10 games last year. Now they're like two and seven, I think. Uh, they said the coach lost the locker room. I don't know what. Like if, if you heard a coach in any sport lost a locker room, what, what do you got to do to lose a lot? Like, they find out he can't parallel park. That's what I, that's the only thing I think of where you just lose a lot. Nobody cares if you in football. Like what he don't tilt. Like I, I need to know what he did. So they were like, I, I can't follow. Nah, I can't follow that guy. Especially after a year where they win ten games, it's not like oh this guy doesn't know anything about football. Right, he just and comes it, in. It's like we're gonna do everything completely different. Yeah, you you guys like that momentum we built on last year. Yeah, throw it out the window. No. We're uh, we're switching We're the scheme. Yeah. No pads ever in practice. Everybody, uh, pick a buddy. You play his position today. Quarterbacks, <laughs> I want to see you on the line. Wide receivers taking snaps. Um, you got to know both sides of the ball. You got to <laughs> anticipate what your person's going to do. They don't call it feet ball, folks. Um, but the Dolphins are bad. They're re- like Their defense allows a lot of points, and their offense doesn't score that many points. It feels like a bad combination. So I just don't think Lamar would need to like throw crazy or run crazy. Maybe one, but 316 is a lot of yards for a game. I just don't think they have much trouble with. So give me the under on Lamar. Give me the over on catches for Mike Gesicki. I like that guy. Gesicki is just a good, just a good name for a big white tight end. Mike Gesicki. I like that guy. Um, is he bald though? That gives me pause. No, he, I th- no, he's got, a, he's got a little. He's got a little lettuce on the head. Okay, um, yeah, I zoomed in. Definitely yeah, yeah, no, he, he, has he, a blonde he, comb over. It looks like. So, yeah, just... yeah, give us a give us a quick look at the uh, the Gasick man. Yeah, look at that. He's like, yeah, bitch. I'm gonna get four and a half receptions. Um, no, no, you actually only clicked under over. Oh no, I see, want. I'm I'm <laughs> fading trail. Uh, oh. I'm trying to make money here. <laughs> Dummy. Um, over on Gasicki, and give me over on uh. Hollywood, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, 67 and a half yards. Was it? Uh, I got it up to 60. Is that 68? Yep. They're moving it up. That's why I wanted to lock it in because that devilish wrist team. Um, yeah, again, he's having a, a really good year. I could, I really feel like he does this on one, like he has like a 75 yard touchdown and I'm set there. Um, or maybe he just doesn't catch a single pass. What do I know? I'm going under on Lamar's yards, over on Gasicki's catches, over on Hollywood. If you want to be like Jam, if you want to make money, if you want to fade my picks, then, yeah, I suppose you'd go over on Lamar, under on Gasicki, and under on Brown. I can't imagine why anyone would want to do that. But rest assured, I look forward to not watching a single moment of this game. <laughs> I don't – what uh, – Eh, never mind. I was gonna say what are the games tonight, but it, it won't. Well, okay, give me give me Friday's games. I want a little preview for the people. Something something they can look forward to. Do we have Friday's game for uh, okay. NBA? No, no, just uh, just the schedule. Just the schedule. Uh, uh, I was gonna yeah go over the Thursday night games, which would help people listening to this very little. Um, but Friday, Friday, I can help with. Here we go. We've got Knicks Hornets. That's a good one. Um, I'm just going to make some straight-up pick-em picks before we get out of here. And if I do well, maybe I'll do them next week. And if I don't, we'll forget this ever 
happened. The Knicks are taking on the Hornets. This is Hornets are home, I'm guessing. Um, the Knicks have like the third worst defense in the league, which who could have seen that coming with uh, playing Kemba and Fournier? Shocking. Uh, I'm going to go Knicks here, though. I'm going to go the horn like the time the Hornets defense also not good. Um feel like it's going to be a lot of points. I'll go Knicks here. Bucks Celtics. Ooh, wee, who you got? Uh, I don't know. The uh, Celtics have held uh ever since that team meeting, the Celtics defense has uh, been phenomenal. I feel like Tatum stinking less. Yes, that's also been an improvement, but Jalen Brown is out with a hamstring and mm-hmm. um the Bucks still have Giannis. So they I still do. think the Bucks will win. Yeah, give me Bucks there. Going Bucks there. Uh, the Caval- the seven and five Cleveland Cavaliers get a home game against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, the Mobley tour continues. Colin Sexton got hurt, which which really sucks. Um, more important because he hasn't gotten paid yet. So I hope he gets healthy soon. Uh, gets back to that check. But I'll take Cavs here over a terrible Pistons team. Trailblazers, right? I'm in disbelief that Portland's won five games. That feels false. Um, do you see Dame's quote? <laughs> no, what did he say? He said something about how the officiating right now is like ruining the game. It was something just like, oh, I'm pretty sure you're just shooting 22%. Like everyone else seems to be making shots. In the yeah, I was gonna say, you, you got to drop that one after you score 55. Like the, the day he breaks out, he's like, okay, this has been on my chest for two weeks. Uh, these guys think um, I'll go Portland there, but only because Houston is god awful. Free Christian Wood. Suns Grizzlies. That is a good game. Um, I'll go Suns. Suns have uh, kind of feel like they had a slow start, and that Sarver stuff came out, and they've been uh, they rallied around hating that guy like the Sixers did. Um, so I'll go Suns here. Nets Pelicans. Come on, man. Uh, Nets by 150 points. Kings Thunder. I'll go Kings here. I'll go Kings here because the Thunder they just beat the Lakers. So I'll go Kings here. Mavericks spur. I can't believe the Mavericks have seven wins. Also, they have a negative point differential. Uh, that that tracks. That track. I'll go Mavericks because the Spurs also aren't very good. Hawks Nuggets. I think yeah, Jokic only got one game, so he'll be back. Um, I mean, unless that the the hit from Markeith Moore collapses lung uh, or anything. I'll, I'll go Nuggets here, uh, assuming Jokic makes it out of the hospital in time to play. We got a full slate. Bulls Warriors. That's, that's a gonna be a fun game. game. That's a really good late game. I don't know why it's at 10 o'clock. Um, I look forward to watching the first eight minutes of that and then going to sleep. Um give me bulls, man. Give me bulls. I want I want a little uh I want a little action uh on the upside. I'll go bulls there. And Timberwolves, Lakers. I don't like it, but I'll go Lakers. Um Malik Monk scores 87 points to Carl Anthony Towns, 86. Um, DeAndre Jordan plays 24 minutes. De- DeAndre Jordan and Avery Bradley combined for a 48 trillion. The first combined 48, combined to play 48 minutes and accumulate no points, rebounds, assists, not even a turnover. So you can't say they're hurting the team. Um, but that'll do it for this week. Maybe someone will track these picks. Only track them if I hit more of them than I miss. Don't be a dickhead um, and make me look bad by throwing the words I said against me. Um, but, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, Hawks bad. Warriors good. Kings, uh-huh. um, 
Your team should trade for Christian Wood right now. Your team should not hire David Griffin under any circumstances. Maybe Marvin Bagley. Uh, what's the single funniest thing Marvin Bagley could do? Like Luke Walton. Point, hey, Bagley, you're in. What's the single funniest thing Marvin Bagley could like either do or say in response to Luke Walton? My initial response was going to say handsome, but I've learned recently <laughs> that that's not okay. Yeah, no, that's uh, they frown upon that. Sarver's like, that's what I said. Um, <laughs> Pantsing would be very funny. The pants himself is be like, I can't go in. I don't have shorts on. Oh, no. <laughs> Martin Bagley exposed himself to a crowd of 24,000. He was immediately taken into custody. Uh, there were children in the pen. Um, I don't know. This just like bag. He's unhappy. His pops is unhappy. The team is like, it just feels like nobody's happy here. So I'm looking forward to. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I got it. He, he's like, hey. Okay, okay, Jam, say it to me. Say say Bagley, go in. Hey, Bagley, uh, we're going to need you in the game, see? <laughs> if he just did that on the bench. I, I mean, maybe, and Adam Silver's NBA, I'm sure the players can uh, get away with that. Uh, Imagine Stein. if he did that and then turned his hat around, tried to be like Ken Griffey <laughs> Jr. <laughs> he snapped off his long pants to reveal shorts. Kevin Arnovan's fainted. Um, then he took a bong rip. <laughs> <laughs> then he smoked some marijuana out of a lemon. Um, Blew it in the face of the uh, <laughs> journalist sitting courtside. Tim Bontemps wept openly. <laughs> um, so for myself, for Jam, for Underdog, for uh, an inconsolable uh, Tim Bontemps, who's just weeping at what the game has become, y'all be good to yourself. Be good to each other or not. The choice is yours. You know what I mean? We'll catch you next time.